I'm Brett Chang. And I'm Jay Rosenthal. This is your Peak Daily for Tuesday, November 2nd, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance and tech, all in less than seven minutes. Kip, here's a fun story. Some researchers at the Imperial College of London think that we are on the verge of being able to speak to whales. The way this works is that they've been now identifying the sonars from the whales and they're using AI to be able to translate that to English and back and forth. Anyways, Jay, I've got to ask, what's the first thing that you would say to our flapper friends? I mean, I do love whales, so this is pretty exciting, but I'd probably just ask them if they wanted to Netflix and krill. Well, I'll let that one sit. Have you ever seen a whale, by the way, Jay? Have you ever like gone whale watching? Yeah, they're big. Really, really big. I'm seasick, so I can't do it. And then the one time I did see a whale was at the Vancouver Aquarium, and I was, I think, three, and I was so scared by the event that I've been like traumatized. I walked in, I saw this huge whale, I ran right out. So I don't, I don't know if I even want to talk to whales. You know what would cure that fear? What? A nice conversation with a whale. Well, it depends if they're nice or not. If they're mean, I think it would just worsen it. <laughs> That's probably true. Brett, aside from whales, what do we have for Peak House today? For our first story, Family Feud continued. For our second story, it's the standard oil for crypto. And for our last story, can you hear me now? For our first story, the Rogers Family Feud headed to the BC Supreme Court yesterday. Brett, what is going on with our friends and family at Rogers. All right, so let me get you up to speed if you haven't been following this Rogers story that closely. So some context. To understand the Rogers drama, you need to know about the Rogers Controlled Trust. This is the corporate entity that's controlled by the family and shared by Edward Rogers. The trust owns more than 95% of Rogers shares and they control the entire company's board. So shareholders don't actually have a lot of say in how the company operates. The big dispute is that Edward Rogers, who's the son of Rogers founder Ted Rogers, there's a lot of Rogers in this story, wants to use his power to get allies on the Rogers board and have them oust CEO Joe Natale, the only non-Rogers involved in this whole thing. The rest of the family says doing so goes against the company's rules and is not what their father, again, Ted Rogers, would have wanted. Now, Edward Rogers is heading to the BC Supreme Court to argue that as the chair of the trust, he can change five of the directors without a vote so he can regain a majority of the board. If he gets his way, Edward Rogers wants a big change in the corporation, specifically, he wants to oust current CEO Jonah Dell. So, Brett, why should people else care about what's going on between the family and Rogers? So there's a pretty big decision to be made here. If this BC Supreme Court sides with Edward Rogers, Edward Rogers will retain control of the trust and the board, and he'll be able to fire Natalie. If not, the decision will be left to the 3% of Rogers shareholders. So this is a major succession-style drama, and it continues. For our second story, Digital Currency Group, the company behind the world's largest Bitcoin fund, raised $700 million dollars. Jay, what's the Digital Currency Group? Good question, Brett. So the Digital Currency Group is a conglomerate of companies related to the cryptocurrency and Web3 space. Their holdings include the world's largest Bitcoin fund, Global Exchange Genesis, and media upstart Coindesk. And now the group's closed a $700 million round to become what they call the standard oil of digital assets. Yeah, that goes to Peter Thiel's famous saying that competition is for losers. They really want to monopolize the whole thing. Of note, the investment was led by Japanese fund SoftBank and marks the second biggest fundraising round in crypto and values the company at $10 billion. So Jay, why should Peak Health care about the digital currencies group? Well, another investor of note is Capital G, the venture capital arm of Google's parent company, Alphabet, which is probably the larger takeaway here, Brett. You're now seeing big established companies increasingly move into the crypto space, and that's a good sign for everybody that's already in the industry. Especially us, Jay, with our small piece of Bitcoin and Ethereum that we own. Team ETH. 
for our last story in a Rogers heavy episode, Videotron is suing Rogers for $850 million and a move that may impact wireless services in parts of Ontario and Quebec. Brett, is this why I can't get a digital signal once I cross into Gatineau? Well, actually, it might be, Jay. And, you know, actually, just looking at the story, it's another reminder of why this Rogers drama is so important. It kind of dominates every part of our life. So in 2013, Rogers and Videotron signed a 20-year agreement to create a shared network that would let them both access more people in Quebec and Ontario. Under the deal, Rogers would pay Videotron $93 million, and Videotron would pay Rogers $200 million. And customers would be able to seamlessly transition between the two networks on the border areas of Ontario and Quebec. Bell and TELUS already do this with their network. Issues began to crop up when new execs joined Rogers and decided that Videotron should pay more for access to Rogers Spectrum. They unsuccessfully tried to make the Quebec-based telco pay more, and now Videotron is suing Rogers for breaching their contract. So, Brett, why should people else care about the Rogers Videotron contract? Well, there's actually like a very real implication here. If the deal falls through, then millions of Rogers customers and Videotron customers living in these Quebec, Ontario border towns could get far worse service than they have today. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to and only daily Canadian business news podcast in the country. If you've got a second one, I'll follow this podcast in your app of choice, leave a review, share it with friends. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. As always, thanks to Dale Richardson and 306 Media Productions for putting together this great episode. Thank you, Dale. And thank you, Brett. And Brett, have a whale of a day. (laughs) Thanks, Jay. You too.